Welcome to the ChatGPT Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Each episode, we dive into the latest developments in the exciting field of artificial intelligence, exploring its applications and potential impacts on our daily lives. We just launched our AI Creators Discord community. If you're looking for a really kind of hands-on and innovative place to talk to other people making amazing things in AI, you need to join this community. Obviously, it's a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share prompts and software and tools that we're using to create really interesting use cases. We'd love to have you join and become part of the community. If you don't use Discord, there's also always the Facebook group. I'll link both of those down in the description. Google over the weekend made an adjustment to their privacy policy and how they're using content on the web and scraping it for their AI models. And a lot of people are getting worried about it. So today on the podcast, we're going to talk about this controversy as well as other things that Google is currently saying about AI and about the implications they see in AI. So um, to start off, let's talk a little bit about what Debbie Weinstein, who is currently Google's UK and Ireland boss, um, what she's saying about AI, because she believes that AI has the ability um, to help turn, ar- turn around UK's recent, I guess you could call it growth stagnation, because she believes it's actually going to boost their economy by $40 billion by 2030, um, essentially enabling an annual growth rate of 2.6%. Now, we're seeing a lot of headlines uh, related to AI and um, essentially its impact on the economy out of the EU. Obviously, the EU is you know trying to pass a lot of different AI regulations. We just saw about 150 CEOs and VCs out of the EU say that the current state of regulations that are trying to be passed are going to have a very bad effect on AI innovation, and they believe that it's going to essentially allow Europe to get completely usurped as a technological hub. Um, it's going to be really hard for them to compete and keep up with uh, the the US. And so it's really interesting to see a lot of these people talking about the benefits of AI. You know, per- perhaps they're trying to, you know, show regulators the the pros that could be harnessed if they, if they adequately harness AI. In any case, um, you know, she does... Uh, Debbie Weinstein does, you know, admit that some jobs are likely to be lost by AI, but she says that there's going to be, quote unquote, a whole new set of jobs that will be created. And she said, we are very conscious of the impact this technology will have on people. We want to make sure everyone has the skills they need. We're aware of this. Uh, We're aware this is a fundamental technology shift that will impact all of the lives. So I think Google's new report essentially comes amid a lot of different fears about the impact of AI on, you know, the entire economy in general. Um, And so I think that really they're trying to paint the brighter picture of what it's able to do. And obviously Google is all in on AI. This is a very big deal for them. And that kind of brings us to the latest controversy around AI, which is the fact that Google has just changed their privacy policies to allow them essentially to scrape anything you have ever posted on the internet and use it in their AI models. So this comes, um, essentially, people are able to kind of track this because Google has something where they'll keep track. They have an archive page of their previous policies, and when they make a new one, you're able to go and look, and they'll highlight what what they've essentially added. So previously, um, their policy just said that Google was able to use, you know, public data to help train their language models um, to build... Uh, essentially Google Translate. That's what they were saying they were using it for. And now they have updated this to say that they're, they said, we may collect information that's publicly available online or from other public sources to help train Google's AI models and build products and features like Google Translate. And then they also added BARD and Google 
cloud AI capabilities. Or if your business's information appears on a website, we may index and display it on Google services. Okay, so that next part wasn't that important. What's really important that a lot of people are talking about is the fact that Google um, essentially has updated the privacy policy explicitly saying that they are going to reserve the right to scrape just about everything you post online to build their AI tools. So if Google can read your words, you can pretty much assume that they belong to the company now, and you can expect that they're embedding these somewhere into one of their chatbots or one of their other AI tools. Um, fortunately, you know, a lot of people know about this change and a lot of people are, um, you know, a lot of people are talking about it and bringing it up, but I doubt that this is going to have much of an impact as you, you know, as we talked about earlier, Google obviously is painting AI as this massive, you know, industry shift. I believe it is a massive industry shift. And in order to properly harness it, I think they're just going to try and, uh, try and just get as much data as they possibly can. You know, previously Google said that the data was going to be used just for language models, um, rather than AI models. But now they have, you know, changed that and they've added BARD and Google Cloud and a lot of other things into that. So I think this is actually kind of unusual. This is not very common for a privacy policy. Normally, these types of policies describe what a business is going to use the information for specifically on their own services. But right now, it seems like Google is, you know, saying they reserve the right to harvest uh, essentially your data posted anywhere on the Internet. Um, and, you know, I think this is not not very normal a lot of this is going to have to get litigated in in court for copyright reasons now this isn't very far off from what OpenAI did but it's very interesting to see uh google making this shift and you know almost asserting their ownership of anyone's data that's ever been posted online now this is also a bit of a controversial topic um for other reasons this week because reddit and twitter both have been taking a lot of heat um, because they're worried about the way that these AI models are essentially scraping their websites, scraping their social networks, um, and taking in all of the comments and questions, the tweets, the Reddit threads, um, and posting it. So Reddit and Twitter both recently shut down access to their APIs, public APIs for free, which they're previously you know, giving for free. They're allowing anyone to kind of get an API and um, scrape large amounts of their data and use it for other things. Um, and consequently, a lot of third-party software and apps that were built on these APIs are completely broken now, um, having to shut down. So a lot of people, were, especially the people working on those third-party apps, are noticeably upset. A lot of people over at Reddit are very upset about this. Um, and both of the CEOs are taking a very hardline approach, Reddit and Twitter, to this because essentially they're saying they're worried that all of their data is getting scraped and there's not much they can do about it. Twitter specifically released view limits so you can only view a certain amount of tweets an hour um to you know essentially ward off anyone that would just make a regular account or regular accounts and try to essentially scrape the site with as many views as possible for you know uh developing some of these ai tools i'll be interested to see um you know what google's approach to that is if they just kind of stand back from reddit and twitter and other you know places that are you know being very vocal about not wanting to be scraped or if they try to get sneaky, it's kind of interesting because I feel like uh, my assumption is that a lot of these companies would, you know, take a step back and say, hey, look, obviously they don't want to us to scrape them. We don't want to get sued. We're going to step back. But it looks like everyone is in such a mad rush for this data right now um, that they're people are just scraping everything they can possibly get their hands on. And so I think it's going to be really interesting to see if Google takes that approach or if they're stepping back a little bit more from, you know, sites like Reddit and Twitter. 
Now, that being said, this is something, you know, Facebook is not grappling with as much because from the very beginning, Facebook has shut down APIs to pretty much all their data. They say they told Google from the very beginning, do not scrape or do not crawl our website. We want everything to be exclusively on our website. And so I feel like Facebook hasn't quite had the same problem other social sites have had, but it's going to be very interesting. And I'll be very curious to see if these policy changes impact much around that, or if this is mostly going to be, you know, Google going into your personal blog and anything else publicly available and scraping that uh, for their own use cases. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you'll know that over the last six months, I've been working on a stealth AI startup. Of the hundreds of projects I've covered, this is the one that I believe has the greatest potential. So today I'm excited to announce AI Box. AI Box is a no-code AI app building platform paired with the App Store for AI that lets you monetize your AI tools. The platform lets you build apps by linking together AI models like ChatGPT, MidJourney, and Eleven Labs. Eventually, we'll integrate with software like Gmail, Trello, and Salesforce, so you can use AI to automate every function in your organization. To get notified when we launch and be one of the first to build on the platform, you can join the waitlist at AIbox.ai. The link is in the show notes. We are currently raising a seed round of funding. If you're an investor that is focused on disruptive tech, I'd love to tell you more about the platform. You can reach out to me at jaden at AIbox.ai. I'll leave that email in the show notes. You've been listening to the ChatGPT podcast. Make sure to rate us wherever you listen to your podcasts and have a fantastic week.